Hi, I'm Michaela, a psychotherapist. Hi, I'm Savannah, not a psychotherapist. Welcome to our podcast, Be You, Find Happy. Real life conversations about life and the pursuit of happiness. I am back from a nice break, a week-long break from podcast land, and sometimes I feel like you really have to do that. Even though we only have 20 episodes or so, I had some time to completely immerse myself into vacation mode and thoroughly enjoyed it. I could have recorded a podcast, but it was so nice to just disconnect and give myself permission to be fully present, and I am so thankful for that, but I'm also super glad to be back and with this episode of all episodes. So I'm going to read this to you. This is what will be my caption uh, from my Instagram post promoting this episode. So I targeted some strangers on the internet. I coerced them to meet me at a remote trail in Desolation Wilderness. I took them for a hike and then took them back to Uncle Tom's cabin where I tricked them into leaving their money. Then I took them back to my place and won their hearts and trapped them in my camper. So if that doesn't like just make the most juiciest story ever, but this episode is all about perspectives. And so true story, I met Cameron and Andrew Nielsen on the internet, on social media, specifically on Instagram, and everything that I just told you is true. That is all true. But I want you to listen to this episode, this podcast episode, shoot us some messages as we go along because this is all about how how our first impressions are and expectations of people, and of course, how our perspective can shape how we view situations. So listen to their perspective. They're awesome. Give them a follow on Instagram. Check out in the show notes how you can do that. And let me know what you think. This has definitely got to be my favorite episode so far. And they're so awesome. Hello. What's up? Hey. <laughs> how are you guys? Good. So good. How are you? We miss you. I know. I miss you guys. I was cleaning up the buffet yesterday and, and your picture was right there. And I was like, oh, I feel sad, but then I felt happy too. You know, like it made me happy to remember the moment, but then it made me sad to like miss it. Exactly. I feel <laughs> the same way. Um, Matt and I were talking about how neat it is to like, oh, there, that's my cat feeder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were talking about how neat it was to just have like, new perspective, just new, new outlook, new things to talk about, you know, all that good stuff. You can't tell me that Matt jumped on the let's meet strangers bandwagon. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he actually told people, he's like, they were really awesome. And <laughs> yeah, but um, so funny story that's not too funny, but kind of funny. Um, we we bought a, a hangar in the airport and to, you know, store the plane that we are potentially looking to purchase. And uh -huh. <laughs> And the guy, the old man had this plane for sale that was a tail dragger and tail dragger pilots are like, you know, kind of few and far between. They're not as common as like regular pilots. And so he sold this plane to this kid who's like 20 years old, has actually never flown tail dragger, but he tried to fly it out of the airport, wrecked it. And he's fine. Everything's fine. But he's, I guess he told the guy, well, I've flown some simulators before. So I thought I could do it. 
<laughs> and so then they were trying, like seriously trying to get Matt to fly this plane home for this guy. And I'm like, okay, like you call me crazy for meeting internet strangers <laughs> and you're talking about flying a wrecked up tail wheel. I don't think so. <laughs> so we just have different ideas or perspectives on like, what is safe and what is fun? <laughs> yeah. Very true. <laughs> oh, uh, we, I had such a crazy day today, so I am working on a cocktail. And I'd say that I don't normally uh, have a cocktail while podcasting, but you guys know that's not true. <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. it's five o'clock here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you pretty close. <laughs> I feel like happy hour in California is like an hour earlier anyway. So. <laughs> I can see that. That's true. Uh, so I, I'm so glad that we're finally podcasting. And I totally flubbed it this week because I was planning to talk to you guys on Tuesday. And that was going to be our Wednesday podcast. And then when that fell through, I was like, well, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was kind of nice, funny, though. I kind of thought of that because you recently had some someone on um, experience with podcasts, and she recommended if you need a break, let them go back and listen to podcasts they haven't listened to yet. And I was like, ding, ding, yeah. ding perfect timing. Yes, that was Gail <laughs> from She Explores, and I, yes. I, I really felt like that was permission, actually. So I was like, I'm gonna just enjoy Nashville. I'm not gonna worry about this, and. Um, totally did and I'm glad I did it was great nice I'm glad so, it was a fun trip can you guys tell me a little bit about for the listeners who you guys are and we can kind of share maybe together how our lives connected and crossed yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> oh fine. okay crickets all right <laughs> <laughs> no I was waiting for Indra since I'm a gentleman I'll uh I'll let her go first oh no I was like hoping that you would go first and I'd be like or I'm an Instagram wife. <laughs> I like that. Right? <laughs> so for those listening, my name is Cameron. I go by Camco85 on uh, on the interwebs. Uh, people ask what the name stands for. It's just my name's Cameron. I had friends who called me Camco for the longest time, Camshaft, whatever. Camco stuck, and I was born in 1985. So Camco85. <laughs> Super creative. <laughs> Right? Uh, no, the 85 is actually a throwback because I have established 85 tattooed on my chest. My mother hated it. So Camco 85, it just, it worked. <laughs> um, but anyways, so yeah, I'm just a, an avid lover of the outdoors, uh, motorcycles, rock climbing. I enjoy photography and anything adventurous. And I've just kind of built an Instagram account around that. And, you know, we, we connected through what, fishing, fishing photos or something? Or? You know, I was trying to think about that. And I feel like it might have been when, when we took our road trip to Utah, because I think I maybe came across some right. of your tagged photos or something like that. But I can't remember. I do, uh, I do make my way around Utah and have a love for Moab. So I, I do think that that was the case it was something yeah something yeah. fun and adventurous <laughs> yeah definitely and then I'm just here for the ride <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was just um looking at an Instagram last night and they had like seven posts about ride or die and I was like that's one of those catchphrases that I've that I've not really like gravitated towards yet and used but I was wondering how did that get started like being someone's ride or die you know Is that like a bike like a yeah, I'm not sure the uh, thing? I'm not sure the exact 
you know, pinpoint, but I, was, I mean, I, I, I've got I my ride or die homies, you know, I've, I've got my, I've got my boys that, you know, I know that they're there. They're usually the ones egging me on to do things I probably shouldn't. Uh, they're the ones standing with their cell phones out saying, I've seen you hit bigger. So maybe it's, uh, you know, they're, they're there to witness whether I ride or die. I don't know. Oh my goodness. So that's kind of scary. Funny story. We were walking on the pedestrian bridge in Nashville. And, um, and so these guys, one, one was like doing the low angle type deal. And the other guy turned around to see like, what's he filming? And this guy's coming down the hill on one of those rented scooters. And he was like, Wait, you know, pop it up at the end. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. I should get my camera rolling for this too. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, that's, that's going, you know, coming soon to an IG near you. <laughs> <Nice>. Seriously. <laughs> oh, so by the way, I just looked up really quick and the uh, ride or die per pop culture uh, picked up early on. And it was a woman uh, or chick who is willing to ride with or support a man living a criminal lifestyle, no matter what, even if it means death. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, <laughs> we're talking like sons of anarchy. <laughs> so that's the extent you have to go to, Andrew, to be a ride or die. Like, <laughs> I guess so. He didn't even mention me. Did you like realize that he's like my homie? <laughs> well, because so Indra, you know, giggle Indy over here is usually my sketch meter, to where she tells me when something looks too sketchy when I'm hanging off of a cliff to get a photo or oh my goofing off on motorcycles. He'll or... scare me. I'm like, okay, no, stay there. Don't go any further. And he'll go a little bit further, of course. Where his friends will be like, I've seen you hit bigger. Like, do it. Probably do it. <laughs> they have their cameras out. <laughs> that's how, uh, you didn't get to see the photo, but that's when I got into a, uh, who can throw a bigger flip off the roof of a house into a lake against a 14-year-old. Wow. And back through my legs, I hit the glassy water, black and blue. That's how I've gotten black eyes from knees to the face, from jumping off things, you know. In my, in my 30s, you'd think I'd know better, but I'm the only one who doesn't have kids, so, so apparently I'm still the kid. You'll appreciate this, especially having met Matt now, but uh, we went to Sea Ranch in California, which is up the northern California coast for his birthday, like a whole mm -hmm. bunch of us, our whole family, and um, they decided to play Kick the Can. And he proceeded, this, this Sea Ranch house had like these funky angled like roofs and different things, and he proceeded to jump off of it. Um, in his kick the can like gaming efforts and then yesterday tells me I think my foot's broken and I'm like oh my <laughs> and he's like I think it was from when I jumped off the roof in Sea Ranch I'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> hardcore that is so funny Great. I love kick the can like you brought that up my face lit up I'm like what night games I oh, never fun. played kick the can, but they were out there till what? way late. No, I didn't play it. I stayed inside where it was safe. <laughs> oh, man. We, uh, on the note of getting old, we tried to go to the carnival yesterday. I saw that. Uh, with Andrew's little sister. So I'm pretty sure I coined the term the carnival sweats. <laughs> um, I've always had issues with motion sickness, like when I've gone well watching and stuff, but I can't ride in the back seat of a car on a road trip. Totally. So we rode, we rode the spinning rides. No, oh, they never do that. <laughs> that's all that's there. I'm like, where are the better rides? And they're like, this is what's here. What do you mean? Yeah, no, no, carnivals have no better rides. And so when you climb off and you're all clammy, oh, God. that is the carnival swing. Yeah, I'm clammy and pukey. <laughs> like the Gravitron, that's like the worst ride in the history of the year. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> Who invented that thing? <laughs> and there was like no security. I was like... 
I'm gonna fall. What do you mean? Just the strap goes like below my knees. A little piece of like, <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. like webbing from a storage container. I felt so old. <laughs> <laughs> we went to, uh, we have a really awesome fair here called the Grass Valley Fair, and it's all in the pines. It's really beautiful, it's shaded, and they have the best corn dogs ever. And we went there with um, my friends and their kids, and it was just her and I and the kids. And we were on one of those big, high Ferris wheel things. And we noticed. Then we uh, we got off that ride. And then all of a sudden, the entire fair went pitch black. And they started uh, doing the air horn. And so I'm just like grabbing kids that are not even mine. <laughs> I'm trying to get mine and her to, you know, so that we can get the hell out of there. So I guess there was a nearby fire and because of, you know, what's happened with PG&E and all that out here in California, they shut the grid down. Oh, wow. Now we're all at the fair and there's people on the rides. And yeah, it was, so that was actually more thrilling than any of the rides that we went on. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like what? the fair. Yeah, it was crazy. What an experience. Always. And, you know, I did, <laughs> I did mention that when we went to the carnival, I was like, remember that commercial where... They're like, what What happens if someone gets hurt or if the ride breaks down? Oh, we just moved to the next town. Yeah. I was like, that is like not, why are we here? What are we doing? So true. I mean, it's so true. You're yeah. Funny. Fortunately, Tucker is still little. So he likes like the little, you know, dragon ride that just goes up a foot in the air and around the little circle. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I'm still little and I like those rides. <laughs> So we should we should um, tell the story probably of like how we actually met for the first time ever in real life, because I think yeah. this would be oh, yeah. a good um, this would be a good time to talk about like we were going to talk about impressions, first impressions and expectations and things like that. Oh, I thought that this was on Stranger Danger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, so so who wants to tell it? Cameron. Okay. Yeah, I, I can tell it. So uh, we we were taking a uh, you know we we worked we worked out a, a plan with with Michaela and we were already heading out to California to celebrate Andra's thirtieth birthday and to see some friends and family and you know after being what friends for almost two years Insta friends uh, <laughs> we decided hey let's you know let's let's meet up let's make this happen and so we. Uh, headed out towards towards Michaela's hometown and as we got closer we made a game plan and well and let me insert like backstory really quick that told husband my friends were coming out from Utah <laughs> and that it would be awesome if we could bring the cab over to the house so they could sleep in that <laughs> yeah and so he willingly hooks up cab over brings it home gets it all we get it all clean and set up for you guys okay continue oh yeah so, so you just told him friends yeah. yeah, yeah, I kind of left it at that. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, so yeah, we had sweet digs, but before we ever got there to encounter this, we were chatting. So we hit the road. Um, we had just wrapped up like a full day of work. We're in the process of building a house. Um, so we had a construction meeting, did all that. And we hit the road. And as we're heading out, Michaela's like, oh, okay, you know, I'll send you this pin. Why don't we meet here? You know, you guys are speaking this time tomorrow, right? So we're like, yeah, yeah, coordinate there. We keep driving. Well, come the next day, as we're getting out there and we're getting closer, she says, hey, actually, 
here's some directions, but I'm gonna drop a pin because I don't know that the, these directions will really get you there. But why don't you meet me in the forest by this lake and let's go for a hike. You guys like to hike? Let's meet in the middle of the forest and hike. Okay. <laughs> literally, <laughs> we're half literally the pin says desolation wilderness on it. Yep. It did yeah. say uh, desolation wilderness. We're sitting there. I mean, I'm half joking because I've I've traveled, I've moved to foreign countries by myself, and so it's like, hey, this is how every good murder movie starts. Let's do this. <laughs> we uh, so we get out there. We're ahead of schedule, and uh, while we're waiting for Michaela, every car that pulls in, I'm like, oh, I think that's her car. I get my cell phone out <laughs> and start recording so I can get that initial moment. So I, I look like a total creep in the parking lot of this. Uh, <laughs> Of this camp area. He did. He's like, is this us Johnson? <laughs> is this? This could be us Johnsons. Nope, not us Johnsons. <laughs> and half the town's probably like, who are these weirdos? <laughs> Seriously. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so we, we hung out I for didn't, a minute. We're like, okay. I didn't have my car. Okay. I had a different car. <laughs> yep. True. Oh my God. Yep, so then she, uh, she shows up in a different car. <laughs> and she brought uh, she brought her little dude Tucker and her mother in law for protection. <laughs> so Indra and I were uh, vastly outnumbered because they also had oh. Walter with them. <laughs> yeah, Matt was worried about about Cameron and I. Really, we were outnumbered. <laughs> he has to mention that part. Put the, put the highlight here. Let's let's put you know once Michaela is actually coming out, how we evolved from being. The friends from Utah to you don't know them, they're internet strangers. <laughs> and then he Well, I have your mom and Tucker. <laughs> Matt goes and tells his mom, she's never met them. They could be murderers. You don't know. I don't think you guys should go on this hike. <laughs> she comes up, she's like, Matt has me a little concerned. <laughs> they're fine, they're gonna be fine. <laughs> So then, uh, then I proceed to take us into Desolation Wilderness, where I get us royally lost. <laughs> Thankfully, you had a watch that would get us, you're like, no, no, I'm, I'm onto your little game here. <laughs> yep, I've, I have already sent an emergency pin, and I pinned where the car's at. <laughs> I love the part, too, where we're, like, so, like, confused on the trail, and you're like, oh, let's play a little game, whether you're hot or cold on the trail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I have the map. We're in your home turf. We're gonna play hot or cold to see if you can get us back. <laughs> oh, in fairness, there were a lot of other people that were also lost. Although I feel pretty good about it now. I feel like this is like fifth or sixth trip to Bassy. I feel like I can, I think I can find it from now on. <laughs> yeah, those poor people that uh, yeah, we start hiking from here. Are we by the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. But that was so fun. And then afterwards, of course, I had to take you guys to Uncle Tom's cabin. Yep. <laughs> Which was super cool. And we're uh, next trip on our way back. We're going to find that brightly colored dollar bill. Oh, I don't know. Did you did you just hear banjo music? <laughs> yeah. Ron, I heard banjo music. So on that note, anybody listening, if you're familiar with Uncle Tom's cabin up in, is that still El Dorado County? Yeah, yeah. Yay. So if any of you can send me a picture on Instagram at camco85, 
of Giggle Indies dollar bill. It's very brightly colored. If you can find it and send me a picture, then I will send you some type of adventure-related prize. Wow. Something outdoorsy. That would be so cool. And, and, you know, there's a challenge. anybody listening from Georgetown will be up there definitely this summer trying to find it, I'm certain. <laughs> yep, and I can tell you, what did it say? It was... Indra's 30th. Yeah, and you did, like, purple and orange. <laughs> so the history of Uncle it- Tom's is that it's down this back road. It's got no power. It runs off generator. It's... um. Definitely, it was a it was a stop actually on the way to Wentworth Springs back in the day when they would go to Wentworth Springs to for the healing powers of the spring. And uh, now it's kind of become like a big Rubicon, a Rubicon stopping spot and all of that for people that are doing the four wheel drive trail. And it's filled with dollar bills. And actually, during the King Fire, it burned right up to Uncle Tom's. The firefighters saved it. And so all these dollar bills have been all over the wall for years and years and years. But it was pretty funny when I told you guys I was going to take you to a cabin in the woods. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then it got even even creepier. But you guys were told, like, (laughs) troopers. You're like, all right, let's do it. (laughs) Hey, that's how we, it's how we roll. So, oh, we found the picture. So it's. Indra's Dirty 30 Tour, 6 of 2019. Oh, that's awesome. That's the dollar bill. If you can find it. (laughs) Good luck. uh, Good luck is right. They'll probably just end up showing you like a panoramic shot of all of Uncle (laughs) Tom. They're like, we tried. We went there. I actually remember where you put it up because I remember thinking that was a great spot. I still can't yeah, find mine, but I can probably find yours. <laughs> well, I think Indra's is probably the uh, the most colorful. I don't know. Bill in there, or one of the most colorful. It's tastefully colored. Tastefully <laughs> colored, but definitely bright. I remember Tucker was impressed. And poor little Tuck, he was so sick, and I didn't even know. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. I see all the pictures. I mean, he was he was fun. We had some good little chats about Pokemon and whatnot, but. <laughs> He I don't is, think we got the most lively version of him. Yeah, but he's still a well-mannered, cute little dude. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, he, definitely, he definitely, I wish you guys, but this is just the beginning, so you'll get to see the real, the real deals. Oh, yeah. I love that because I feel like we would hang out like every day. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> I was sure. I going to say every weekend, for and sure. then I went to every day if we lived closer. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I don't know, I feel I feel like I'd get in trouble, though, too, if we lived closer, because I'm the kind of friend I think would be funny to buy, like, a whole load of fake scorpions off of Amazon, like little rubber bugs, and just hide them everywhere for Matt. Oh, my God. That's so funny that you guys share the same, like, irrational fear. It's actually not very irrational. I feel like scorpions is a very rational fear. It's terrifying. It is. Well, I feel like, you know whatever your theory of creation is, whether it was angels, whether it was God, or just Darwinism at its finest, somewhere along the line, somebody made scorpions, and then somebody (laughs) made bees, and then somebody said, hold my beer, watch this. (laughs) And scorpions were born. (laughs) The only thing that would make them worse is if they could fly. Oh, don't even. They probably exist somewhere. That's horrifying. (laughs) That's something out of the Hunger Games, for sure. I should probably Photoshop a set of wings onto a scorpion and send it to Matt. That would be hysterical. <laughs> the scorpizoid. <laughs> we already got Michaela with her holes. Oh. Yep. Oh, and you know what's funny is I saw straight up some gnarly and I didn't send it to you. I was so kind. 
<laughs> I thought about it for a second. I would have loved it. So, so I'd love to hear what your guys' first impressions uh, versus expectations and stuff like that. And I know what mine are too. So I'd love to hear yours and then share, share mine too. You're making us go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How, you're probably just going to change yours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I have well, it written down. I will not deter. I promise. Well, let me preface this too, because I want to hear your impressions because I mean, you and I chatted back and forth and it was a very photocentric kind of, you know, business and growth aspect that evolved into a friendship. But I feel like as you friended Indra, you know, it was a lot more of an organic friendship, two totally different focuses too. So I want to hear kind of your impressions for both because I feel like we had very different relationships that all kind of melded into one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like that. I like that. Well, I was going to say, I, I feel like we have an advantage to really get to know you with these podcasts and your books. So I mean, I kind of felt like I did already know you. And I, I mean, and it's not even to say put a, a face to the name or anything, because I, all I do is see pictures too. Right, um, right. And so I honestly thought you were what I was thinking you would be and then I just loved making memories with you and building our relationship stronger and getting to hug you oh that's what I was yeah. excited about I mean it was you were every bit the bubbly person I, you know had, had come to know online and then some and just I see how it is. You hung up on us. So anyway, Cameron, you saying <laughs> such great stuff about you. Oh, dang it. <laughs> you got so quiet. I was like, she's just over there crying. <laughs> so what was the, uh, what was the last thing that you heard? Literally left off after Indra. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, what I was saying is it was just, it was, it was great to, I mean, you were every bit the bubbly person that I had come to know. Um, and it was just, it was great. I mean, it just kind of solidified, I think for me, it solidified that friendship. Like, oh, this is a real friendship. This is a real person. And it was good to know that we weren't being catfished by some weird old guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you missed that part. I was like, you, you were just as I thought you would be. And I was like, oh, she wasn't some old man like pretending to be Michaela <laughs> right. <Johnson>. Like, <laughs> fake pictures on the internet <laughs> yeah how do you get all this content <laughs> and it was so it was cool to solidify that friendship you know because all of a sudden there were these other questions I feel like we had some good conversations you know even how we talked about you know I'm kind of a an old man stick in the mud maybe born in the wrong generation for some of my beliefs but you know getting able to have those deeper conversations like we did about personal responsibility and you know things like that like it was just 
it was awesome. It was it was really great, and you were pretty much exactly what we expected, and then some. You know, we cruised out, and we were totally down to, you know, camp out in our car and adventure like, you know, like we did for part of the trip. And you were like, "Oh no, you guys are staying in the cab over, and we're gonna <laughs> oh. make fish tacos." No, and-, and then at the end of the night, we even got invited to stay inside. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and then even Matt was like, "Hey." You need, those couches are comfy too. <laughs> you guys are cool and not murdered. That was so funny. I, I'm dying. Like, we're playing hearts, and that's like, you know, you guys could just sleep on the couch. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> I, I took it as a huge compliment. You're like, did we just get elevated in status from that no, really, to friends? But, but I feel like with that too, we have to touch on this roller coaster ride here. Because as Matt's warming up to us and has to run an errand, and then he's concerned that somehow we have hacked his bank accounts. No, he was actually really nice to us. I was like, he's probably thinking we did just because of comments that Michaela made earlier that day. No, man. We had to go run an errand, and he's like, you guys just hang out at the house, take a shower, we're going to run into town. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) <laughs> you realize how weird and uncomfortable you are making them right now by us leaving the house. <laughs> it's like, so no, you, they you don't totally want me to want be prank. Because we were totally like approximate to like, hey, Matt, I'll run with you, man. Or like Indra's offering to go with you. Like, how do we even this out? You know, like we can do whatever. We'll just chill out on the patio. It's like, oh no, you guys take a shower, do this. <laughs> Enjoy our house for a few. And then we get to Marvel and all his credit cards are declining. And he's like, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, they're doing some remote thing with our non-existent, like, internet right now. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Cameron is really smart. (laughs) But I mean, if if you think about it, it's so weird that, like... I mean, the way the relationship progressed, and I think that this is definitely, like, people bitch and gripe a lot about social media, and I and I hear it, and I feel it sometimes as well, but then when you have stuff like this, how cool to get to expand all that you are and everyone that you're engaging with, you know what I mean? That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I did want to give you a compliment. Um, without even meeting you and being, like, a a real life friend I did feel that friendship and that connection and you you aren't just about oh following them or oh just liking their pictures or a comment here and there one word like you genuinely seem you come across to care oh and I love that about you and and you put yourself out there too (laughs) that is so sweet oh my goodness well we we had I mean Andrew and I had this conversation was it on our way out you know because I mean there's a lot of things and you know, for all of the sharing and the photography and the things I do share online, like I've never thought about it, but we had a friend point out, you know, and say, Cameron, you're actually a very private person. Um, And so as we were having this conversation, we actually talked about how, you know, with the internet, I love, you know, you can access anything. You've got the whole world at your fingertips. You can learn anything you want. You know, the only limitation is you, but there's a dark side to the internet and a dark side to social media and everybody gets so caught up in everybody else's lives but we were talking about you and you know, I said, I feel like this is one of those redeeming things. This is a win for the internet because I do feel like this is a genuine friendship, you know, before we met you and then just meeting you guys, you know, totally solidified that. And 
we've already mentioned numerous times, like, oh, we can't wait till the next trip. You know, we're going to see them. And, oh, yeah. You know, Matt and I talked about a buy-in for hearts, and that's going to happen. We're gonna <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to type thing. So. I know. That's what I was saying last night. I was like, man, if they were here, we'd be playing hearts. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd be taking everyone's money. Oh, yeah. You were killing it. That was crazy. <laughs> it was probably just beginner's luck. <laughs> oh, well, that, just I have to tell we, you guys. Uh, I have to tell you guys what I what I felt about you guys. Yes. So first of all, I agree with like that whole idea that you never truly know if you know somebody, you know, and um, but just like as a blanket statement, I will say that you both were pretty uh, dang authentic to like what you are on your you know, social media and like um, who you are in real life is, is very congruent, I would say for sure. Now I'm going to be super honest. So one of the things that really shocked me is Cameron, you are super smart and I don't feel like that totally comes across in your social media. So you are like wildly smart. And I, I think you hold back a little bit there. Actually. I was like, dang, this guy's freaking brilliant. So uh, you're don't tell lies. Don't put lies on the internet. No, be there I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> there were a lot of things that you were saying that I was like, you know, if we weren't sitting down having a real life conversation, there just wouldn't be opportunity for that to come up per se, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I'm sitting over here shaking my head. Yes. And I think that kind of um, goes back to what he was mentioning about actually not sharing too much. Like we're pretty private people. And so sometimes he might voice some views or his opinion or give some information on something. But yeah, unless you really get into a conversation, you're not going, that's not going to come up or you're not going to see that side of someone. For sure. And I think that was true um, on a lot of different levels that different things we would talk about. Um, I just remember thinking like, Oh, wow, that's, you know, that's a really in-depth insight to that topic or whatever that, I definitely wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't gotten to spend that time with you guys in real life. And then Indra. So first of all, I think kind of going back to what Cam said in the beginning is that you, um, you know, how you and I connected, I just kept seeing this stuff going, Oh my gosh, it's not possible for some, for a human to be this sweet. This is not possible. <laughs> Who is this person? And like through growing on our Instagram and stuff. And then what totally shocked me about you is in real life, you are exactly that sweet. Like you are so insanely sweet. And I was just appalled by that. I was like, she's faking it. There's no way that like every statement that could be, could be so positive and so loving and so just beautiful. And then to and literally you have an ability to put a positive spin or lift people up and encourage people. I mean, even even like I was thinking about how when we were out on the deck and I'm like, oh God, I feel fat or whatever. And you were like, I can relate to that lately, but you're so beautiful. Like just the way you came across it. Just that I, I was so like, I was so happy that all of your kindness that you share on social media is truly who you are. <laughs> 
I'm not faking it. You have me in tears over she here, is, actually. You should see her face over here. <laughs> I'm like literally crying. <laughs> You're so nice. But that's, I think that those are the things for me that shocked me about you guys or that were, and it wasn't that it wasn't like, I mean, you know, I, I guess my expectation was in line with that, but I was, I think what shocked me was that you really are who you guys are. And that was like so heartwarming and made me feel, I don't know. It made me feel like the connection is real. And tr I love that. I, I completely agree and think the same about you. You never know, just like how people say, like share every part of you, not just like the pretty pictures or who you want people to think you are in your life right now, you know? And I get like maybe not wanting to share everything or share the bad times, you know, we don't oh, air yeah. dirty laundry, but you can be a real person. I mean, that's why yeah, you, you know, can basically see gnarly food photos for me because I'm a fat kid at heart. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that though. And so what I think was, um, I think what was really interesting for me was how quickly it felt like a worn in old shoe. You know what I mean? Like it didn't, it wasn't forced or anything like that. At least for me, I felt like it just felt like um, we had been friends for years that had just hadn't seen yeah. each other in a while or something like that. Well, I was just going to say, it almost felt like family. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I just so weird. I like love you so much or something. But no, it really did. It just felt like we were visiting family, which we were later in the trip. But meeting you guys, even though it was for the first time, we were really just kidding about the stranger danger. Of course, some thoughts like crossed our mind here and there. But honestly, we were just excited to meet you. And like, I don't really know what my expectations were. But you, you and your family were just as I hoped and then said. Oh. Yeah, and it, was, it was really cool because, you know, like we were super pumped. But then also when he told me, you know, Matt was concerned. And I was just like, <laughs> I hope that I hope that this dude and I get, like get along. Like, I totally understand his concerns. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, because even when we were coming out, you know, just to meet you, I was going to look for like, you know, a place to stay in town or yeah. nearby campground or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was so neat, you know, to a see something that he's so proud of you know to get to see the shop and to have an understanding there and be able to relate there and then you know once we got to sit down and you know talk about music and similar interests and all of a sudden it very much was that. i was like man i wish i lived up here and could play softball with this dude yeah. you know like it, yeah. it was a fast friendship he really did want to move there while we were there he's like <laughs> oh, so I, we could move here <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i actually have looked up like property in the area i've learned some cool things about georgetown like the, its original name was Growlersburg. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, we we have a cab over. If you <laughs> we will. I was like, we need to see them like at least once a year. We're gonna plan a. Oh yeah, and them. we're gonna do Yellowstone and all that good stuff. So yes. So what? So what was your perspective of Matt? Because I try to keep him off my social media at his request. <laughs> Occasionally he pops up. Um, but what was your what was your perspective on him? Since he was kind of more the unknown factor. Just a genuinely awesome dude. I mean, from the little bit I gathered, you know, he's kind of an enigma. Um, but in getting to know him, I mean, he's he's the dude. He's my kind of guy. He likes to cook. He likes uh, smokers and barbecue. He loves music. Uh, hates scorpions. You know, so like... Honestly, like, you really don't see him on um, social media, like, hardly ever. But when you do, like, I always love 
the two of you together and like little when you share little things like about him or with him or when you guys sing like yeah. oh my gosh I my did. favorite one <laughs> one thing you know that I think is kind of missed the few photos that I have seen you know or things that we picked up on has been when he's you know interacting with Tucker yeah yeah and it was so cool you know to even hear him talking about Tucker and Mary there I mean just to see that you know that's that's exactly who he is you know and his priorities are well in line and I you know despite the Instagram stuff you can ask Indra I've tried to get rid of my Facebook so many times like I the only reason I have it is to keep in contact with some family and some friends who are out of the country mm -hmm. because I don't want them like drunk dialing me running up my phone bill <laughs> anything like that so I'm like ah Facebook is easier and I check Facebook once a week and that's it so I mean I totally relate to him in keeping so private, and, you know, as we get ready to have kids as well, I think I'm going to scale back, you know, or I'll probably still keep doing my Instagram stuff, but people won't see our kids. You right. Know, if you want right. to be a part of that life, you need to be somebody who's involved in our life. Uh, and so I, I really appreciated that with Matt. You know, I, I don't feel like it's a stick in the mud for anything other than, you know, you guys are, are his, those moments are his and he doesn't need to share those with anybody else. I really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's our go to blow topic, but, uh, <laughs> but I do see his perspective. You know what I mean? I definitely do. And I try to respect that. And also as Tucker's getting older, I'm more mindful as well of what I'm sharing of his life. I used to have him in my feed a lot more than I do now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to be respectful of, of that and his awareness of social media and what, you know, being, uh, you know, being out there really means and not even from like yeah. a kidnapping threat or something like that, but just because he is sensitive to like, are you going to put that on Instagram? And, you know, we kind of have like a little thing where I say, I'll, I'll let you know if I'm going to, and if you don't want me to, I won't, you know? Yeah. I love that. You wouldn't, you didn't have that in when we were growing up you know you wouldn't even think that right like now Cameron gets to watch like old VHS home videos of me and like that's all you got yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. that's what it is so um do you think my my big question is do you guys think that and this is kind of like a hippie question universe whatever atmospheric question but do you think that we would have met or connected if there wasn't social media you know what? We, we thought we already talked about this, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you guys we had did. a long road trip. <laughs> we had a long road trip, and it was like the Michaela road trip because oh <laughs> we listened to podcasts. And so embarrassing. Time, I loved it. Um, but we did. We were, I think that Cameron was the one that said, you know what? I think we were meant to meet them. And I, I feel like we probably would have met them one way or another, mm -hmm. or at least hope to, you know? Which bear I in think mind, so too. I, um, I, I like to feel like I'm a pretty down to earth person. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. I, I was going to say, I'm more the hippie, the vibe, yeah. than, and he's more the realist. Well, yeah. Okay. Let, let me clarify this. So, Indra's more the hippie in. You know, the universe wants this, you know, all those types <laughs> of things. Way, yeah. I'm, more the, vibes. I'm more the hippie and, hey, you know what? If I smell, cool. I've been out in the woods. I don't care if they don't like me. Like, I'm I'm more the hippie in that regard. He's like, the outdoor hippie. Yeah. <laughs> That's hysterical. Um, That's so Matt, too. That's totally Matt. <laughs> actually, you, I don't know if you can say that because you are the wet wipe shower in the woods kind of person. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, that's true about Matt too. He showers in the cab over every time we're on the trip. <laughs> yeah, see? 
I would say though he is more au natural, like with his life beliefs on substances and different things. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's dad. It's like you know when I'm out camping, if like I drop a fork, I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit of dirt. It's not gonna right. kill me. I hope. It, I hope it was dirt. Whatever. Um, but no, I mean, it's not often that I buy into fate and all of that. I am a firm believer that your choices dictate your path, and you know that whole theology there. But I did tell Indra, I said, you know what, I I think even without social media, you know, this is a friendship that we, I would like to think that our paths would have crossed. We would have met one way or another. Um, may have been a lot longer journey to get there. So I'm glad that it was facilitated by, you know, Instagram and everything like that. But I do feel like we would have met and become friends one way or another. So and we did. And that's, that's a lot for me to say that because I normally don't have that thought process. So Aww. yeah, but um, we did also mention, we feel like you guys are new lifelong friends <laughs> for sure yeah for sure i'm so excited for that and 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 to see what unfolds with you guys in the way of your you know child journey and all that good stuff too um so it's interesting because i went to nashville and i saw so i had friends from san diego that moved to nashville two separate sets of friends um and one of them his sister so I my neighbor in Ocean Beach which was like literally I could reach out and hand her mustard through the window that's how close our homes were um her brother became my friend in San Diego we never dated or anything like that just good friend and um he was actually a bouncer um at a lot of clubs and we would go and I would have um he invited me to see so the story my favorite story of he and I's you know, time in San Diego was he said to me, Hey, you got to come check out this band. I checked them out and they, they sound really good. And they're playing at insert dive bar name of place in mission beach tonight. And I'm like, okay, I had nothing going on, you know, and that sounded like a great thing. So I went out there and he's bouncing for, and he did all, he bounced for live music clubs. So it was always live music and fun. And so I would run around with him a lot to hear this live music. Cause obviously you guys know how much, both Matt and I love music. And so, mm-hmm. um, so I'm hanging out on the, in the patio, the outdoor patio, talking to this guy who's like the songwriter for the band. The band starts playing. They're like nine piece band. And I'm like, holy shit, they're amazing. And there's maybe 11 people in the bar. And right before they went on to play, they were telling me about how they had their fifth wheel trailer parked out at, at uh, Mission Beach, and I could come to their bonfire later if I wanted to, and whatever. Long story short, Chicken Fried hit the radio the next month. It was the Zach Brown band. It How was cool. amazing. So that's my that's my history with Nino. His name is Joel, but he's called Nino because at the time he was like massive dude who brought the brought the storm. And so yeah. anyway, he moved to Nashville. And um, so while I was in Nashville, I stopped off. He works for Indian Motorcycles to see him. And it was just so neat. Yeah, so neat to reconnect. It'd been 10 years. And so we visited for a short amount of time, like maybe a half hour, something like that. And um, because he actually is adopting an infant who's in the NICU. And so he's been really busy trying to get to the hospital and every waking minute and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I said to him, after I left, I texted him. I said, I just have to know, was I, am I different? Or, you know, what did, what did you think? Am I, you know, because my life in San Diego was very different than my life is now, you know. And he said, my sister actually asked me this when I told her that I saw you. And he said, you're the exact same. 
Cute. It's crazy, right? And then, but yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is, so, the, and this all connects together. So I did, um, I did some PR for a guy named Rob Corona, who is a musician. When I was living in San Diego, I met him at the Kenny Chesney concert. He started dating this girl, Eilina, and we would go around all of his different shows and stuff like that. Nino even bounced one of his shows in Solana Beach. And um, <laughs> they ended up moving to Nashville because he, you know, was going to be a recording artist, basically. So I had seen them a couple of years ago. We took about fishing on the boat. They were up in Northern California. And so I'd seen them once a couple of years ago. And then I saw them now and they have three kids now and they were pretty much they were the same people but it was so interesting to see how kids changes the dynamic you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so oh definitely so that was kind of that was kind of different too but perspective is just it's such an interesting thing how um how it changes our worldly view and how we can look at same things so differently you know yeah oh I'm like a huge that's it's so huge for me like perspective is just such a big thing and such a great thing to like in your life instead of something like happening to you or looking at it in a bad way like stop and just like think the of the other side or why did this happen or what could it be what what could be or I don't know like it's all about perspective. It's all the way that you look at it and things really could be not as bad as they seem. Yes. Like I always say life is what you make it. And it truly is. Like if you decide you're going to have a bad day or you woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something, then you're going to have a bad day. That's exactly right. I totally agree with you. And we touched on this a little bit and I'm sure that both of you girls are going to let out an exasperated sigh. Um, <laughs> You know, for me, with perspective, which I mean, I get caught up in the moment as well, and I always try to think, you know, assume the best, or even if something, you know, shitty happens, um, you know, maybe I learned whatever lesson, or, you know, years ago when I got hit on a motorcycle, maybe me getting hit on that motorcycle slowed that lady down so that she didn't obliterate the pedestrian, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, so as bad as it was. But on that note, you know, with all the little things when Andrew gets upset, and I, I try to remind myself as well, and I think for her it makes me come off a little too cavalier about some things, but is it going to matter when you're on your deathbed? Right. You know? Right. Keep that perspective. When you, 30, 40, 50 years from now, is it really going to be that big of a deal? Right. You know, is it worth doing that, you know, reacting in that way? And so with perspective, you know, you which it all just has to align with your priorities because I get there's some things that aren't important to me that are important to somebody else. And I think it's frivolous and vice versa. You know, people think that my motorcycles are frivolous or whatever, but perspective's a, a different animal for everybody, but it's, yeah, I don't know what I'm getting at there. I'm rambling. But... No, I'm listening and I'm thinking, I'm just even reflecting on like, these are my friends versus these are my internet friends that I've never met before, you know, I and mean, it's just a little shift in perspective is really what it was, you know, and, yeah. um, and even like, you know, we're going to go for a hike and meet these new people, or I'm meeting these strangers I've never met before in the wilderness, and they could kill me, you know, <laughs> just, just even it's that so kind true. of perspective, you know, how, how you shift your narrative and the words that you use, I think, is what defines our expectations of said thing, you know? I, I was also going to mention like words, like words 
it's so true. It's like the tone that you use, the words that you use, and the way that you think, you know? Mm -hmm. Which, speaking of the the shifty hiking internet stranger (laughs) experience, as soon as I can get, you know, as soon as our house is done being built, because I know that the the stickers are all packed far and away, so I won't be able to access them for a few moments, or for a few months, but we actually do have a sticker that we need to send you that will commemorate our meeting that says, hike faster, I hear banjo music. Oh, I love it. Are you kidding me? Dead serious. When we saw I'm those serious. stickers, we had to buy a couple of them. And uh, you get one of those. So, so we're going we're gonna to send that out to you. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sweetness that you guys are, I swear. And you know what's ironic is that I just took the sticker off my Yeti. So I have like this big gaping hole. <laughs> well you'll yeah. have it for a few months unless you want to replace that and then put your banjo on somewhere else That's, no i will i will patiently await with said hole on yeti <laughs> okay <laughs> um but yeah that i mean i really think that um that even how we look at social media is about perspective you know we can see it as being something that brings us great sadness because of all the things that we're not keeping up with or not doing or we can see it as an opportunity to connect with people in ways that we couldn't have before you know um right and and it's to me um i think it's this balance of like letting go of expectations but making room for positive perspective yeah <laughs> if that well, makes any sense with perspective you know talk about this something that's crazy to me with social media you know and I always try to be very genuine because I I realize I've had a lot of cool experiences you know and there's there's items that are on my bucket list that have been influenced by other people's feeds or whatever but I always make it a point not to say oh I'm jealous like because I see so much of that oh I'm so jealous I wish I could do that and I just tell people that is an awesome view I am so glad that you got to you know experience that I'm adding it to my list or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that shift really came um, because I had people who were astounded that I saw a moose 15 minutes from my house. And for me, the moose up the canyon are annoying. a great annoyance because <laughs> everybody acts like they haven't seen him. I'm like, this should be a 15 minute drive. It's taken me an hour and 15 minutes to move 200 yards. Um, you know, and all the wildlife and all these things. And I, I realize I've got all these people saying how jealous they are that I get to experience that. And for me, that's, that's my every day. Um, you know, we have Moab three hours away. We have Zion four hours away. Um, and it's just that perspective. It's so easy to lose sight because I've got these people saying this. I'm like, oh, that's my everyday normal mundane. And it's nice to get that reality check and sit back and say, man, I live in a really cool place. Like, I forget how much I have here that other people wish they could experience. Ah, that's so true because I get so frustrated when I'm driving the canyon, which you guys have driven. And people are just so slow or they're seeing a bear and they're all stopping to take pictures. And it's yeah. just like, oh, my God, I'm trying to get somewhere, you know, but, but that's a really good perspective of like somebody made a big trip to come here. And this is a big day for them. <laughs> right? It's true. But also those canyon roads, if you don't live there, we were like the speed limit is really 55 <laughs> around these like little turns in this little like tiny road. And you're just flying like, yeah, it's 55. Keep up. Like, I do 60. And we're like, oh, 35, like, trying. I've been really good. So for everybody listening, Indra has tried to ground me for my motorcycles. um, Because I'm notorious for speeding. And anything. You can't wheelie the Subaru. (laughs) Anything that can be wheelied, I am liable to go out and wheelie it. And if it will wheelie up the on-ramp onto the interstate, even better. So... You know, and back in the day, I have had my license suspended for wheeling past an unmarked police officer's oh, vehicle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, 
No, but you know? but he did tell me. He said, "Hey, that was a really nice wheelie. You held it up there for about a mile and a half before I turned the lights off. <laughs> you realize this is gonna hurt, right?" Oh shit. And, uh, then I had a uh, suspended license for a while. My insurance was pretty expensive, but so I was trying to avoid getting any tickets. I've been really good over the last eight years. Also, I feel you're really sweet. And whenever I'm in the car with you, you're just, you drive a little bit slower, a little more cautious. If it's not a road that you're used to, you're going to take your time and enjoy it and also make sure we're safe. Yeah. And I do that on the bikes whenever Indra's with me, but. Yeah, Matt uh, doesn't do that. My, my, <laughs> next, my next return though. On the motorcycle, I all I could talk about is all of those roads I want to come tear up on the bike. So I will be back on the motorcycle. Yeah, and there, we have a lot of we have a lot of motorcycle on Wentworth. A lot. It's such a great road. I mean, it's just so well maintained. But um, I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> you showed the video of my dust. Because <laughs> yeah. honestly, I thought I was super there. mindful. I was like, okay, I'm going to take it a little slower so I don't lose them. <laughs> so that was you taking it slow. <laughs> but hold on, too, because I, I, I'm I, pretty sure I remember some words to the effect of, yeah, this one's a rental, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I do remember that, too. <laughs> she was always great and used her blinker, though. I like, we're going to that is true. Nor deny that accusation. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a zippy little car. I was like, woo! <laughs> yeah. Like, man, if they weren't behind me, I'd rail this canyon right now. <laughs> right? But uh, that's perspective, too, because we have a lot of people that are moving up here that um, they're just not comfortable yet with the roads, and they don't completely understand, like, the unspoken rules of the country, you know? <laughs> I don't know why anyone would want to move up there. It's really not that pretty. Yeah, nobody should come. Everybody should no. stay away. <laughs> Between that and the bear infestation, it's just <laughs> you know, there's a lot yeah, of chicken such... death and <laughs> Oh yeah. Ever since the the chicken massacre of twenty nineteen. Oh my god, yeah. it's like the chicken massacre of June twenty nineteen and May twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah. We just I was gonna her. say your area especially. No one wants to live live there with those views. Nope. Not no. at all. Nope, it's horrible. It's absolutely ugly. Yeah, those driveways that salespeople won't walk up. Oh, I did want to mention, actually, being honest, we're being sarcastic. Her place is amazing, and I love it. And I wanted to mention that seeing your photos of your garden and your sanctuary, and oh, my goodness. Oh, it was so cool to see it in person. I mean, follow the story as you've worked on things and everything there. So two things. A, it's beautiful. It, it is an awesome place. I mean to have that space to be able to hang out, but also knowing the backstory where it was kind of a, well, if you want this, you build it. <laughs> and knowing that you did all that. Literally, he said, you're gonna, you have to do it all. And then at the very end, I'll go, I'll go in with you. I'll cover the water feature, whatever. And so literally every rock in this whole yard. And you know, it's funny, I was, it's funny you guys say that because I was sitting in the hot tub yesterday and I was looking out and it was almost hard, I could, I could barely stretch for what it looked like before. Like I almost needed the like pictures to look at because it's been such a long journey and such a long time coming um, that I was like, man, I remember when this was just all start thistle and I never walked to this area of the yard and, you know, stuff like that. But I was curious if the house, cause I don't make any claims that, you know, we, I always say my family, they're all about the new 
you know, pretty beautiful homes. And I'm like, just fine with my little old cozy home kind of thing. But I was mm -hmm. curious if, if what you see on, on Instagram is what it was. I, I think so. And it's, it's actually funny that Cameron mentioned the like jealousy thing, because I think I was aware of that for a while, but I, I've been known to be like, oh, I'm jealous. So I should maybe keep an eye on that, because I was just about to be like, I'm jealous of your yard <laughs> and your views and your outdoor space. I'm very appreciative of your yard. I am. And for you sharing it with us. Exactly. <laughs> you guys are too no, kind. I loved your place. I mean, we're suckers for old craftsmen's, you know, I, and just any house that has character. And that's kind of our deal, you know, because everybody wants the big and the new and the flashy. And the only reason that we're building a home um, out here is just given the way the market is, you know, we've looked for an old craftsman or another project, but our last house that we're selling was a huge project. Um, and it's just more cost effective. Yeah, you know? I'm really I mean, we, excited we love to the, see. the cozy character. I'm super excited to I like it's exciting to see the sale and now what's coming and kind of the graphic designs you've shown and stuff that's going to be awesome yeah so it'll it'll be it'll be fun but no we we loved your space and we thought it was just awesome oh. yeah and I love that you've redone a lot of it and made it your own so it still has that character and that that you know older feel but it's like new everything's still new and you which by the way you're a quote unquote I'm making air quotes over here <laughs> Because Matt was astounded that our kitchen in our last place that was built in like 56, you know, yeah. was smaller than your guys's. It's smaller than this. I can still see his face. <laughs> no, than this kitchen? No, you guys have an awesome, an awesome space, you know. And I think the thing that I like the most about your house, you know, when it comes back to that privacy thing, is my long-term goal is, A, to have a welcoming space that I can share with those that are close to me. But to have that driveway that if I see headlights... <laughs> You've got plans or an emergency. Yeah, there's going to be a barrel. Have to coming right out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well that's, hey, that's funny because I mean, when I first moved up here into this house, it was very different than we've done a lot to it. But, um, you know, coming up from San Diego and stuff, it was scary being up here in the dark alone. And the other homes didn't have people in them yet. And because um, mm -hmm. they were for sale or whatever. And, it was kind of terrifying, but now I absolutely embrace it and love it. And, you know, so um, Matt just got home. I'm going to holler at him and see if I can. Hey, babe. Come here. He saw what? <laughs> what did you think about uh, that Cameron and Indra? That stayed with it's, us. <laughs> it's, what did you think about the it's, internet it's, stranger? It's Cameron and Indra, and they're on a podcast right now. Oh, hi guys. Hi. Hey, what's up, hey. Matt? They they wanted to know what your perspective of them was. What you thought of them? Oh. Oh. <laughs> We've been doing totally, totally non-psycho. Totally. <laughs> he says. Hey, high five right there. That's a win. I'll take it. <laughs> we were talking about hearts and how fun that was. No, he said they were great. Oh. Wish you got to spend more time with you guys. He says we w he yeah, wishes well, he got to spend more time. Hey, so do we, but that means, you know, Yellowstone bring oh, yes. because we're playing hearts with a buy-in. <laughs> yeah. He's already done. He's like, <laughs> I get two minutes, like not even. I get thirty three seconds of podcast time. That's it. <laughs> He's like, remember we'll be like cussing out of that. podcasting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you guys saw that. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. 
I think this is one of my favorite podcasts to date. Oh no, it is my favorite podcast to date. Just don't you you haven't even heard it yet. What do you mean? Oh, oh I feel it in my bones. <laughs> yeah. Uh you wanna say I'm hi to He goes, when I told him I was recording a podcast with you guys earlier, he goes, Where at? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're not going on some four mile hike in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I could see us doing that though. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been. Next time, next time for sure. Next time. Well, thank you guys for, for coming on on the BU Find Happy podcast and talking perspectives. Oh, no, absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yeah, pleasure was all you guys. Okay, you guys have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. You, you too. too. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. Da, 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 da. For more inspiration, check out our links. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.